This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za. Dion, the lights on or off where you're at? Good morning. <laughs> morning, Brad. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my goodness. I was just saying before we came on air, yeah. I, I, I get a little bit grumpy when load shedding comes. You know? Yes. I've, I've got a full day of teaching today uh, in Stellenbosch, and I'm, I'm doing a seminar for some, some students at Oxford that starts at 10 and runs for the afternoon. So I have my, I'm very fortunate. I have a, 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 um, a 3G card, and uh, I've got my iPad charged. Ah. Not ideal, but... You can get the work done. I suppose you can. <laughs> Look, just for everybody listening, you know, and everyone who's shocked, what? Professor Dion Foster gets grumpy. Hello, we're real people dealing with real-life situations, <laughs> uh, for starters. But, but Dion, I mean, this, this, is, this is just uh, – we, oh, I've got to be careful how I say this. We, we're never quite sure how to respond as believers. You know, part of us would be like, oh, you know, we've got to be patient. This is just part of this country. We're in. And then you've got the other people saying, this is unacceptable. This should never be happening. And you've got those in the middle that just charge their lanterns and just kind of go with the flow and have, don't really have too much of a feeling about it, except what else can we do? How, how are we supposed to feel? Because please help us. You're a man who understands ethics well. <laughs> yeah, well, how are we supposed to feel? I think those folks who charge their lanterns and just get on with it, they're probably the healthiest and the happiest of, of the lot. Yeah. But of course, Brad, I mean, you know, and this, this does relate exactly to what we're talking about today. Um, we have a responsibility to to live our lives in such a way that we work not only for our own good, but for the good of others. And not only for our own generation, but for the good of generations to come. And, you know, we've, we've seen in the media over the last number of weeks, again, the, the sort of uncovering of corruption, um, the discovery that, that our citizens don't care enough for each other and for those who come caring more for themselves and, and that that kind of greed and selfishness is, is having significant consequences. I remember speaking at a conference um, just over a year ago, Brad, and um, in South Africa, and um, we were talking about the issue of gender-based violence, you know, mm. and I, I had to shock the people who were there, and I'm going to do it with our listeners again today, because I asked them, who are the people who are raping women and girls? Who are the people who are perpetrating gender-based violence? And the sad reality is, Brad, that it's Christians who are doing it. I mean, we live in a country where 85% of us say that we are followers of a person named Jesus. Now, we can't say, well, then it's the other 15% who are corrupt and who are unjust, who are abusive. We are among them, you know, mm. and, and amongst our listeners today are people who have made uh, poor choices, uh, persons who, uh, for varying reasons, have chosen to you know, choose for themselves rather than the common good. For many of us, of course, it's simply the choice to remain silent, to say, well, you know, it doesn't really touch me or it doesn't affect me that badly or I can get along and so we do nothing. And I think that, that the Lord requires of us to live um, in, in, in a way that says, okay, how, how do we live our lives for the common good? Mm. Now, um, Brad, this morning I was reading actually yeah. um, just in relation to this from Proverbs chapter 19. And I really would love our, our listeners, if you get a chance, go and read Proverbs chapter 19 from verses 23 to Proverbs chapter 20, verse 4. Because this particular passage um, deals with this issue. Proverbs chapter 19, verse 23, we know it very well. It says that the fear of the Lord 
is wisdom. Mm. In fact, if we read the Hebrew of it, if we translate the Hebrew um, more sort of, uh, you know, technically, yeah. it actually says that the fear of the Lord leads to life. Hmm. And the one who rests in the Lord will be untouched by trouble. Now, think about that. That's verse 23. Um, what, what we're recognizing there is not only that we should have faith in the Lord, but we're recognizing that when we fear the Lord, we will live lives that show that we live in God's way, hmm. that we, we treat one another with the kind of respect that God requires, that we treat the tasks that are given to us with seriousness and care, that um, we treat the resources that are entrusted to us with, with a godly responsibility. Now, when you unpack that, that little section from uh, Proverbs chapter 19, verse 23, to, to Proverbs 20, verse 4, mm. we find that there are five things that lead to trouble. And I just quickly want to touch on them, Brad. The yes. first one is laziness. So we read in, in um, Proverbs chapter 20, verse 4, and Proverbs 19, verse 24, that a farmer who is too lazy to plant in the spring will have nothing to harvest in the fall. Now, this is a, a word of caution and warning that says, make the most of every moment that you have. Uh, don't put off until tomorrow what you can do today. Yes. <laughs> if you have the time to do it, even if you don't have the energy, do it. So I often say to my kids, you know, I'm getting so old, Brad. I say to them, you know, we do mm. important things not because they're easy, but because they're important. I like that. So laziness is first. The second is cynicism. <clears throat> now, um, we read in, in Proverbs chapter 19, verse 25 and 29, that we need to be very careful of falling into an attitude of cynicism that looks at the world with scorn and mocking, as if it is only other people who are subject to temptation to falling, to hardship, and, and we look at them with, with a, a sense of sort of judgment and, mm. and disregard. And we need to recognize that, that the beginning of evil is often in our own hearts. Yeah. Um, and we need to look at others and say, okay, I, I know that started somewhere. You are redeemable, um, and I'm going to help you to do that, whether it's through advocacy or whether it's through care or whether it's through applying political pressure. We're going to make sure that the right things happen. Let's not be cynical and disengaged. The third thing is malice. Read in verse uh, 26 that mm. robbery leads to shame and disgrace. And verse 28 says, an unprincipled witness desecrates justice. Mm. Hey, now that, that we, can, we can speak about. You know, we need to recognize that um, those of us who are Christian, who are in the workplace, those of us who are leaders in our communities, those of us who are looked up to in our families, we have a responsibility to offer, what does this verse say? A principled witness. Mm. When we choose for ourselves, when we choose for greed, when we take the easy way out, when we are uh, lazy or unjust, um, we're desecrating not only our own lives and the lives of others, but we're desecrating our, our witness to the Lord. Number four, um, we're almost there, Brad, <laughs> uh, is substance abuse. Now listen to this. Mm. We're hearing that lockdown restrictions may be eased. So hear this, sisters and brothers, from uh, Proverbs 20, verse 1. It says, wine makes you mean, and beer makes you troublesome. A staggering drunk is not much fun. How cool is that that that's in <laughs> the like Bible? That. So we need to be careful. You know, very often it's, it's you know, hankering after these pleasures, these things that, that are, are, are not necessarily an engagement with reality, that pull us out of our everyday life. Uh, things that have to do with excess, and it's not only 
um, the abuse of wine and beer. It's also gluttony. Mm. I mean, there are many, many things that we do. Uh, you know, some people are addicted to pornography, sex, all of these kinds of things. You need to recognize that anything that is used excessively, that is used uh, only for pleasure, uh, you need to guard against that. And then finally, uh, in, in uh, Proverbs 20, verse 3, we read, it is the mark of good character to avert quarrels. Ah. So the first thing that we need to recognize is that we shouldn't engage in unnecessary quarrels, but we should seek to be constructive persons, peacemakers, people who offer solutions rather than just problems. So Brad, this is my, my prayer for us as South Africans today, and you can hear I'm praying this prayer for myself. Mm. Uh, I want to echo the words of Ecclesiastes 5 verse 19, which says, make the most of what God gives you, both the bounty and the hardship, mm. accepting what God has given with delight in the work, because it is God's gift. God deals out of joy in the present, lives in the now. Wow. I think contentment is an area that a lot of us struggle with. So uh, thanks so much for this beautiful word this morning. I've never in my life read the Proverbs in the message version. I haven't. And I've been busy with the Proverbs at the moment. That's currently where I am at. I'm reading it in the NIV. And I'm struggling just a little bit just to talk about the Proverbs, just slightly diverted from our topic this morning, Dion. I've been really struggling to get my head around. I feel like I need to read a chunk of it. But then I feel, hang on, there's in that whole chunk, there's 25 different uh, directions of living. And now I'm just confused. It feels like the kind of thing you can't just go and read in chunks. You have to read it in little pieces. It's probably the best way. I think I've bitten off way more than I could chew. Uh, So just to say, Brad, um, Proverbs in terms of of, of the genre is what's known as wisdom literature, and you probably have to do both. Um, It was intended to be read in in large sections. So it was intended to be read again and again. Interesting to think about it. There's 31 Proverbs. You should read one every day. And, and just let that wisdom soak into you, you know. So, so it's meant to be read in, in large bits. But then, of course, when you, when you find something where the, where the Spirit of the Lord says, I want you to pay attention to this or this hooks you, mm. you need to spend a bit of time dwelling there just on that verse, just on that concept, saying, okay, Lord, I get the spirit of the whole thing. It's about righteousness and it's about virtue. It's about character. It's about faithfulness. It's about courage. All of these moral values. But, but now you're speaking to me particularly about this thing. What do you require of me? What do you want of me here? I love that. And I think I'm going to end with the proverb in the message version since I've never read the proverbs in the message version. Lots of people claim to be loyal and loving. But where on earth can you find one? <laughs> what a way to end. Uh, we thank you for your lovingness and your loyalty. We can honestly say we have found one. Thanks so, so much, Professor Dion Foster. Great having you on the radio with us on a Thursday. Thanks, Brad. Blessings to you and to our listeners. Bye-bye. This This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za.